Hello. Hello. Uh, welcome back, all you friendly, bright-eyed potential felons. Welcome back to the Schmeetcast. I'm your fresh-off-the-oven 18-year-old, Adam. I don't like that at all. You don't like that? I mean, I like if that. anybody's wondering what he's insinuating, it's just that today's his birthday. And that I like awful way to put it. I like fresh off the oven. All right. Well, I already <laughs> wished you happy birthday at like midnight because we were playing video games that late. But happy birthday again. Thank you. I'm Jack. And, and uh, we're back for another episode. Yeah. This is our third installation. And we're going to talk about a pretty good movie we watched about a week or more ago. Um, it had some phenomenal action scenes. Really well made animation uh, as expected from pixar uh compelling story and incredible characters yep talking about incredibles yeah a new one it's bigger it's better still too much for mr incredible Um, i love this movie i really enjoyed this yeah it's amazing it's very well made very well worth the wait honestly yeah I mean, if we could have gotten it sooner, I would have appreciated that, but yeah, I'm not going to take off points because it took a while. Yeah, not looking a gift horse in the mouth here. Given the um, quality of it, yeah, totally. Yeah. So we're going to structure this pretty similarly to the Ant-Man episode, where we're going to tell you whether or not you should watch it based on our preferences on the movie, um, and how highly we just you know, talked about it. Clearly, we're probably going to have some <clears throat> high reviews on it, uh, yep. but... We're going to give you a suggestion on whether or not you should watch it or not. And I said, or not twice. Yeah. Uh, but basically, that's what we're going to set that up as. And, so, uh, as of now, I have seen the movie two times. I saw yeah. it release night and then like a week later. And yeah, you're. The first time I saw it, I saw it with my dad, his girlfriend, and then my sister. We all loved it. Just like absolutely incredible. Second time I saw it with like a bigger group of people. It was a couple of my mom, like my mom, her friends. Um, and then my sister and her girlfriend saw it again. And for surprisingly, two of the people that came that time didn't like it. And I just don't understand how you wouldn't like this movie. Yeah, I don't understand. I'm only saying it's... that because... Normally, I would be like off the rip. You have to see this, but I guess maybe not everybody is gonna like it. Yeah, I mean, superhero movies aren't always for everyone. I guess some of the powers can be predictable at times, but I mean, I feel like this one was just really fresh. Incredibles has always had like a really fresh take on, you know, superhero dynamics. Like it's never the classic, you know, superhero does this, saves the day, blah blah blah. <clears throat> it's got like some. Yeah. This these movies have had like darker meanings in a lot of times, like not, not. I mean, it not is like still thriller movie level, yeah. but there there's some stuff in this one where I'm like, that's that's dangerous. Yeah, it's like exactly like there's in the first movie there were like like thoughts of it was hinting at like depression and it was hinting at you know uh, cheating on your wife and that kind of stuff and. This movie is a lot more light in that regard, but it has like... I was specifically referring to the um, scene that definitely needs a seizure warning. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. that was brutal. That was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I get what you mean now. That was dangerous. Yeah, I saw it the first time, and then that scene I was like, I can't believe there was no seizure warning. Second time I saw it, there was a seizure warning. 
Yeah. Before it makes sense. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, no, that's def- that works. Definitely need that. <laughs> that works. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so our verdict on it, pretty yeah, much. I would see it. I mean, just know what you're getting into. It's a, it is an animated movie. It's not like, it's not going to be like Breaking Bad where it's like really intense. I just don't, I don't know what you would, if you know what movie you're seeing, I don't understand how you wouldn't like it. Yeah. So. Yeah, I don't, it's like, if you're going into a Pixar movie, you're expecting to walk into a Pixar movie and just sort of feel good afterwards, I guess. The target like, audience are, is still children. Yeah. So there are kid jokes, but I feel like they still go above and beyond to like make it apply to everybody. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't notice like all of the darker themes in the first movie until I watched it when I got older. Mm-hmm. Originally, I just sort of sat and sort of twiddled my thumbs, smiling while watching the movie. While my parents were like, "Is this? Is this okay? Is this <laughs> all right that he's watching this?" Yeah. Um, so I would recommend it. Yes, I would highly recommend it. So now we're gonna, you know, yeah, we're we're I gonna mean, give you a moment to click off if you don't no. want to listen to any spoilers and. uh if you just want to listen to the podcast, and that's fine. And if right. you don't, come back later. Cool. All I right. mean, most it's this. We're a little later on this one than Ant Man. This it did come out like a month ago. Yeah, I I believe this one came out before Ant Man did. Honestly, no, it did. It came out like a week or two before Ant Man. Yeah, so, so we probably should have done this one first. If I'm honest. Yeah, but whatever. Ant Man yeah. was prescient at the time. People are still. I mean, this is still a popular movie. It is for Probably. sure. It's made more money than Ant Man, so more people have seen it. Um, first off, the first thing that I loved about this movie, and I talked about it a little bit during Ant Man, is just the freaking action is so good. Very good. Probably a lot of people, when they talk about like action sequences, I'd say they're probably going to go to the Jack Jack versus the Raccoon, <laughs> which is incredible. Mm-hmm. That literally the scene where, or the part where the raccoon is caught in the chair. And then Jack Jack's like on the opposite side of the screen, and he just like smiles or whatever, and then lights on fire and it like explodes. It was so dope. The mo- movie is beautiful. It was oh my god. That's another that, thing is that like animation. So but I'll yeah. I'll get into animation a little bit later. Yeah, he um, definitely was going to murder that raccoon. <laughs> yes, but it got away luckily. Yeah, um, hap- that- I don't know how it got away because we saw seconds before he melts the chair. The raccoon yeah. had no chance of escape. Yeah. But I it's don't. Just, yeah. I don't understand how he got away. But uh, it's a cartoon. But yeah. Just all the action in this is like, it just it makes me so like, I just smile the whole way through. It's so enjoyable to watch. Like how fluid all of the action sequences are. It's so good. It's like, it like yeah. Especially with like the kids. Because yeah. do, you remember, do you remember in the first movie with, um, dash when he first realizes he can run across water yeah where he does the little yeah the little giggle yeah and like he just keeps running true child emotion of like using a superhero or superpower i feel like that is just what happens with all of the characters like even the adults they're still like i still love having these superpowers this is dope and like you just get that excitement off of them yeah like how that's another thing that it does really well it doesn't just say like these guys are superheroes they're not you know they aren't emotionless and like husks like some superheroes might be i'm poking at superman right now <laughs> but most superheroes when depicted will have like sort of you know you never see like a superhero who's like middle aged like bob parr or something where he's like you know in the first movie where his 
back is cracked and he's like, ha ha, and then he turns the tables on that robot. Yeah, yeah. That was really cool to see. And then, like, you know, how just like how Bob is struggling to deal with Jack Jack the whole time. Mm hmm. While and, like, all least, the kids, really. That's yeah. Kind of, that's kind of his storyline here, dealing with being the stay at home dad. Yeah. Even though he hates it. Exactly. Yeah. But it, he sees it as a challenge because mm-hmm. he's like, oh, well, do I need to come home? No, no, no. I can, I can take yeah. care of the kids. I got it. Yeah. Um, I, I love all that. The action, my favorite action scene I was going to say was the, when Violet fights against the girl with the portals. Like, void. It's just so creative. It when is. She like, when Violet makes the um, shield on, on the ground and then Void teleports into the tiny shield with her. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just like, it's so dope seeing these superheroes like knowing their powers and like using it more creatively than any other like even okay i love guardians of the galaxy mm-hmm. and i did this a little like towards the end this might be a little spoilery for guardians but the second one even though basically ego and peter can create whatever they want with their hands there's a little bit like he turns into pac-man but it really just devolves into punching and kicking yeah and Whereas it's like this, it's like teleporting like they'll like when Void's fighting Elastigirl and she teleports her fist behind her and like it's just yeah they really like know these powers are so like specific and work so well in the action scenes yeah and so, even like in the scenes that are outside of action sequences mm-hmm. we we're gonna talk a lot about Void because her use of her powers can be a lot more creative but yeah Void when she first shows off her powers mm-hmm. she's like very flustered in front of Elastigirl yeah. and she's like well well, I can do this. And then she tosses a coffee cup into the air and then yeah. starts making portals and it starts tossing between each portal like mm-hmm. it's playing catch or tennis yeah. or something. This and is it's just, really dope. Yeah, it's a different world for superheroes too. Like with her being flustered, like superheroes are like, you don't see this a lot in the Marvel Universe where it's like these are basically like superstars. Yeah, they're like and celebrities. Like, yeah, for them, like th- this is a role model for void essentially like they look up to these like people who are bringing superheroes like back into the light because they're illegal which i totally i forgot about yeah i i remembered that from the first movie i knew that they were illegal but like another thing is like the whole like the whole situation with how they have to erase memories and Mm -hmm. you know relocate families yeah and it's like it's it's just interesting to see that level of detail it's not mm-hmm. just like oh they destroyed the city they got in trouble slap on the wrist off you go no there's yeah. there's definitely repercussions in this movie yeah for sure i just yeah it's the action is so good the family aspect and the superhero aspect that are it's like just such a great family movie it's so relatable on a family scale too yeah. like the when bob is helping dash with his homework this was in the trailer but mm-hmm. when bob is helping dash with his homework it's the most real thing mm-hmm. I can say I saw in that movie because it was like, no, dad, I don't think you're doing it right. I think you have to do it this way. I don't know that way. Mm-hmm. I was never taught that way. Why would they change math? Math is yep. math. And that's exactly how my dad acts yep. when he helps me with exactly. math it's homework. Like, it's why uh, it's why Spider-Man is my favorite superhero, just because I relate like in the high school kind of realm. I related to his like story. Just a bit of technical difficulties. Yeah. Basically, Sorry. I received a phone call from a random telemarketer thing. And 
it gave me three buttons in the bottom of my screen and I had to decide like it didn't tell me anything one ended the call on the podcast and picked up the other one one ended the call on the phone and picked up this or kept the podcast going and then the I just didn't know which one to click so I got flustered you were in a casino (laughs) yeah so as I was saying basically a lot of what this does is the same as like making superheroes relatable is that's why I love Spider-Man because like I felt his like high school kind of like the nerd basically and hit what he's going through in his life added on top of the superhero which I obviously can't relate to but that's what this movie does so well yeah something I can actually add on to that from an anime perspective is there's this show called One Punch Man that does this crazy thing where the main character is his main thing is that he can kill anything in one punch, which makes that character sound really boring. But the way that they write him is that they make him very relatable in a way where mm-hmm. he like goes to the grocery store or there's a sale at the grocery store and he's in the middle of this big apocalyptic world ending fight. And he's like, oh, no. The sale's going on. I need to get back. And then he one hits this one guy <laughs> and runs back home. He has like these real yeah. life goals and he struggles with money and all this problems because he he's not super smart, but he can literally defeat anything yeah. with one hit, which is what makes him relatable in a way, which is something that I feel like Incredibles can do even better because they don't have like apocalypse ending powers. Yeah, it's like just... You can relate so well to the family to like, I relate a lot to dash just because I'm like the, the younger kid, basically like the yeah. younger guy where I my can sister relate to and that my too. family, it's, it's a very relatable kind of situation. And if I was running on water, like we talked about in the first one. And I, if I like was super fast on the water, I would react the same way. I would just like, this is, this is awesome. Yeah. And they do a exactly. really good job of like flushing out the powers in that regard. Yeah. And um, yeah. So Fighting is just great. Fighting is characters fantastic. Characters are great. Yeah. Um, characters, amazing. There was like all of the... Something I've wanted to see since the very first movie when we watched it was the other supers. Because we just heard about like mm-hmm. Turbo Man, caught in a jet st- turbine. Yeah. You know, no capes, that whole thing. That was all we really saw of other superheroes. Yeah. Meanwhile, or we saw like Gazer Beam who was dead in a cove. That was all mm-hmm. we really saw. We never saw the powers of these other superheroes. Yeah. In this one, we get to see characters like Brick, Reflux, who's like the token, you know, any Disney movie has to have, you know, some token elderly senile guy. That's him. <laughs> yeah. um, then there's, you know, Void, who we talked a lot about. Mm-hmm. And Crusher. Crusher was hilarious. Why? Yeah. Why would I uncrush? <laughs> <laughs> you think I can uncrush, buddy? I don't, how would I do something like that? Yeah. Yeah, the, the enemy team was really, or like what ended up being the enemy team and then good again. Those were yeah. like all great characters. <clears throat> it's just like the direct, like, so I don't know if you know this. The guy who directed this movie made one of the Mission Impossible movies. Oh. And one thing, one thing that's consistent to get across those is he gives these like, these abilities that he is like, I'm going to put this in here. I'm not going to have it explained early in the movie and then it's going to come back and it's going to be like a really cool action set piece or sequence or it's going to work out for this character. That's what these powers are like. There's yeah. A set up scene with Elastigirl talking to these heroes and it's like, here's this, the owl that can screech and break windows. He oh, I forgot window about him. Yeah. yeah. He, um, Void, the teleport thing, uses that all throughout the movie. Oh my it's God. just like, this guy's so great at setting up action. 
where in some movies it might just be like oh this character has a grappling hook now yeah and, and he's using that this is just like this guy knows exactly how to make a world and like understand what the characters are going to use in the future and like flush them out in that way yeah also regarding those superheroes going back to fighting for a second my favorite fight scene was when or my favorite scene in general i think in that whole movie was when well there are two really good scenes that i want to talk about but Mm -hmm. uh frozone when he shows up to the house and he's like all right uh your parents told me that you need to that Mm -hmm. i need to take care of you guys while they're doing some business so uh and then the other people or the other people showed up before him and he's like what a coincidence yeah they said for me to come that scene was like suspenseful it was it's like the vulture scene in homecoming where he's driving them in the car yeah that's something (laughs) that this movie does really well for like an animated movie is Mm -hmm. that it carries a lot of suspense like the whole the entire scene where the last girl is talking with the person who played who is in the screen slaver costume i forget her name but yeah uh when she found out who that was and mm-hmm. she got the goggles on her i was i got genuinely stressed out yeah yeah i was that yeah, upsets I, me yeah so we didn't talk about the villain much yet yeah i, I do want to talk about that actually the villain's cool i like like the power or whatever i like her her like cause yeah but like but- she i my problem with the villain this is my biggest problem with the movie is it's just like it was predictable i'm like exactly that's probably the villain yeah what i have to say about it is so the villain was way less likable than syndrome from the first movie to me yeah i mean syndrome is like a flawless villain like he is because yeah just the whole scene where he's walking away from the family and he's like because when everyone's super and then the little chuckle then no one will be it yeah. really shows, no. like, how dedicated he is to his goals. It shows why he's doing what he's doing. It shows Syndrome how... is actually one of, like, the best supervillains ever. Yeah. He's, he's so he's so great. He's so well-made and dynamic and multi-sided. Yeah. It was and a lot has... to live up to in this movie, basically. Yeah, he has a lot of laughable moments, too. He's not just all grim, humdrum, all this business. But when mm. I saw the main villain walk into the room when I knew I, I we haven't seen a villain yet. Mm-hmm. And I saw this person walk into the room and start talking. I was like, if that person's the villain, I'm going to be kind of upset. Yeah. There's no, it almost threw me off the scent. How obvious it was. Yeah. I see that. I'm yeah. I kind of agree. It was, it was, it was pretty obvious. Yeah. My main problem. But then again, I completely forgive it because it basically sets up the idea that the kids are the ones that have to save the day. Yeah, and that is awesome. That was I amazing. Love that. I loved that, and how like they carried on still the slight, the childlike, innocent mm-hmm. thing of like, I don't want to babysit. You take care of it, and yeah. they'd go back and forth. Yeah, which was started at the start of the movie. Once again, carrying on themes from the beginning of the movie and carrying them on. That's another thing that like made made um, Dash's character so realistic for a child when they're on the boat and Jack Jack like teleports through the wall and Violet comes over to him. And she's like, where's Jack-Jack? And he's like, oh. <laughs> yeah. exactly what a kid would say in that situation, which is hilarious. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. yeah. So, they, yeah, the characters are just, like, so realistic to me. Yeah. I, and, yeah. He doesn't like vegetables. He's, like, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's just such a relatable kid. Yeah. He messes up with all the furniture. Immediately, once he gets in, he starts messing with things. When, we're, when they're in the hotel and he's, like, 
he's like my powers define me or like or it's my identity or whatever he says like where'd you see that and he's like oh i just saw it on tv it's like yeah. exact yeah it's <laughs> my powers really... define me yeah he's like a he's the troublemaking kid who's just really enjoyable but yeah. he is not the most he did not steal the show like one of the other kids did you jack can... jack yeah jack jack is gonna be the favorite probably just because he's so funny jack jack is like he's the new baby Groot, or not the new one but he's like the baby Groot of pixar now he's getting the same kind of like yeah yeah everybody he's adorable he's funny he had most of like the funniest moments in that whole movie Mm -hmm. and like yeah on my comedy section on here i just have uh jack jack doing anything jack jack interacting with edna jack jack phasing through the boat jack jack fighting the raccoon it was like all of most of the moments yeah jack jack's are from him yeah Mm -hmm. but especially the moment with edna like where he's walking down the hall yeah edna's a great character edna is fleshed out a little bit more in this movie yeah yeah like with jack jack it's um his character is like so that's like he's just meant to be that side character that's a laugh like no matter what i remember in the scene where they're all at the dinner table and they're having this serious conversation about whether kids should be able to use their powers or whatever and Jack Jack just happens to be in the frame, and if you look over him at him, he's just making silly faces the whole time. Yeah, like no matter what, if he's on screen, he's just like doing something that'll make you laugh. Exactly. Is, yeah, it's it's that's just such a great thing, like for a character. It's like he's hilarious. So, yeah, he's he's, really def- he's definitely a reason to watch the movie again. Yeah, he's like you can see him in background mm-hmm. frames and stuff. Yeah, he's doing always funny, funny things. Um, but yeah, basically. Going back to the villain, though, um, I feel like Screen Slaver was had like a much better backstory yeah. to Syndrome in a way because Syndrome, when you think about it, his backstory was a little bit yeah rugged because it was just sort of like I was denied by my favorite superhero mm-hmm. and it annoyed me. Yeah. And then her whole backstory is my father died because the superheroes didn't show up. Yeah. So what's the point of having superheroes if they won't save people? Yeah, it's like her dad was too ready to count on the superheroes. Yeah. So he lost, like, so she wants it so people count on themselves instead, which is kind of like, superheroes aren't always going to be there, so. Yeah. It's not like a, I don't know. I mean, yeah. he wanted to basically make them illegal, which is obviously, the villain always has to go too far. Yeah, it's but, like um, the drastic opposite of what her brother wants, and it's like her dad was too reliant and she's too independent is the thing. Those, those are the two mm-hmm. drastic sides to the argument. Yeah, yeah. Um, yep. One of my other favorite scenes I wanted to talk about though, was that scene where they're all trying to stop the boat. Mm-hmm. That was crazy. And I loved it, especially yeah. Frozone's thing where like he almost falls face forward and then saves himself with the ice at the very end. Yeah. And stops it was it. Like, yeah, that was cool. It was a nice little cherry on top at the end. Mm-hmm. It was really good. But how Bob was like, all right, I'm going to go down. And once I tug on this chain, you guys are going to pull me back up. All right. Mm-hmm. One thing I didn't really get, though, is how like one of the other superheroes just had Bob's powers. But better, I guess. Who? Brick. I mean, I think he was just supposed to look dumb. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> yeah, I, mean... I can see that. I mean, a lot of the time, I mean, that's pretty much what always happens in a superhero movie. The hero ends up fighting a 
duplicate of themselves. Yeah, that's true. First Ant-Man, first Iron Man, like all of the, it's always like, hey, he has the same suit or powers as me, so I'm going to fight him. So maybe Black that's Panther. Yeah, Black Panther, exactly. It's, yeah. it's really similar. So. Um, but the only thing about that is that this movie does it way better because he's not just fighting this person. He's fighting mm-hmm. a lot of them. The and they like, it's like they sweep around the wheel of all these people very mm-hmm. frequently. It's like they spin it and they're like, they'll run into this one next. Okay, mm-hmm. this person runs into this one. This person runs into this one. It's not just like the classic, you know, Bruce Lee 1v1 thing that they would yeah. do. It's like the Civil War air- airport scene. Yeah, it'll like go back and forth and, yeah. you know, it's not just like... like... Yeah, in the final scene where they're all fighting. That's, yeah. That's awesome. That's very good. Yep. Um, but as I was saying, it handles suspense very well. I feel like it, in a way, it like hit me just about as hard as any thriller movie would in that regard. Um, all the fights with the other supers mm-hmm. made me pretty much on the edge of my seat the whole time. Yeah. Um my yeah, I think it's a solid like the action's just always like you feel so involved and yeah it. it's always dope. Yeah. It's watchable too. Just one after another after another, you see each superhero get these goggles on them mm-hmm. until it's down to like Violet, Jack Jack, and Dash. Yep. And that moment of realization when they're sitting in the car and they're like, But it's just me and you. Mm-hmm. And then Dash is like, Well, we do have one more option. Yeah, And they both look back and Jack Jack's like, yeah, or he doesn't say anything, but yeah. he just has that look like, yeah. And then he puts the goggles on or the mask or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they head out. Yeah. That's awesome. The awesome. Incredible. Yeah. The Incredible and how that makes a return. Yeah. That's my car. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'll show him. Presses the button, turns yeah. on the boosters. That was great. Yeah. Fire the missiles. I was, I said it in, in like, I think we talked about it on the last podcast towards the end i before this movie my favorite pixar movie was incredibles and i think i like this one more so yeah i guess this is my favorite pixar movie i think it is too for me yeah so yeah i definitely suggest it um my favorite part of this movie though mm-hmm. favorite part is the score yeah i, I love i love oh. the music it's so good the music in this movie is phenomenal yeah i love it so much Whenever it comes on, I'm just like, this is, it's, yeah, it's probably my favorite movie score. Besides yeah. maybe like a Spider-Man kind of like Spider-Man Homecomings is great. Like this one is just so good. Yeah. I love jazz, like jazzy beats, and I love orchestral stabs. Those are like two very top things on my list. And this score holds both of those mm-hmm. very high in their yeah, I'm trying necessity. to remember who does the score for this movie because yeah. it's it's one of the big names because i feel like with all the big movies it's like there are like four guys who do the score for all blockbuster kind of movies yeah but it's i mean the whole basically the whole team came back to make this movie same writer and director same scores all the uh, the cast except they had to change jack jack because he probably would not sound anywhere the same anymore probably yeah. like they could have just gotten a hamster i wouldn't have known yeah, it's Michael Michael Giacchino, which does so many movies. He does all the Pixar movies. That's crazy. Which usually have all like have great music. He does Planet of the Apes. He did Doctor Strange. He, yeah, he does a lot of stuff. Yeah. So, 
he, yeah, that that's for is maybe his one of his best. Like it's definitely mm-hmm. everybody says it's like a very memorable one. That's, yeah, it's it's just like the theme song to it is so good. I could listen to that day in and day out, and probably only get tired after a month mm-hmm. of listening to it. It's, it's it's just yeah, it's one that you would definitely know whenever you hear it. Yeah, just the dun 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 that yeah. part is it's it sticks it yeah. hits in and it drives in and that's the nail it's in your head yeah it's... it was stuck in my head for the next like two days mm-hmm. it's so great for action scenes too like mm-hmm. you know stuff's about to happen when you mm-hmm. hear that first couple of chords yeah uh, but right, so do we have anything else that we're talking about for this i don't i don't think i have anything else to mention about it yeah pretty much my like one kind of final note would be that scene the fight scene in the seizure room is like oh yeah brutal. yeah there's a moment where Elastigirl's fighting screen slaver awesome i love it like the flashing thing like looks really cool but it's it's brutal on the eyes yeah so if you don't get a seizure warning on your movie hear it from us right now <laughs> seizure warning on that yeah once you know once Elastigirl's in a dark room somewhere looking at evidence mm-hmm. be careful yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. All right. Wild. All right. Uh, so did you have something to talk about? Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? You go first. All right. So base, we talked about it earlier. I feel like we might, besides Ant-Man, Ant-Man came out like within a couple days of our podcast. And then we went back to Pokemon, which came out like 15 years ago. <laughs> or actually more than that. Way more than that. Yeah, 20 years ago. Um, And now we're talking about Incredibles a little bit behind. I'm going to do something that's right on topic came out a few hours ago. It is the trailer for the new Teen Titans TV show. Oh. You definitely haven't seen this. I have definitely not seen this, Um, and I have not even heard it. What's going on? A little background is basically Teen Titans is both of one of our favorite shows of all time, the the animated original one um, from the mid-2000s kind of era. Um, that's, That's a great show. If you haven't watched that, it's one of those fantastic shows that was just canceled too soon, and it's annoying. Yeah, if you haven't watched it, I'm sorry about your childhood. Yeah. Rest in peace. It's like a big part of my childhood. So, yeah. Um, that's like, it sounds stupid, but that's a reason why Robin is one of my favorite superheroes. It's that's like, not dumb. I don't no, think that's I, dumb. No, I feel like if you say that to anybody who hasn't like watched the show, they'd be like, but that's just Batman's sidekick. But they haven't. If you haven't seen Teen Titans, he's like such an incredible. He's a fantastic yeah, leader. So dope. So now they're coming out this year. I believe they're remaking it with live action characters. So it's real people. It's coming uh, out on like a new DC streaming service. And um, I know for a fact Cyborg is not in it because they're they're keeping him in the movies. But you uh-oh. have Robin, Starfire, Raven. Um, Beast Boys in there, and then they have like two other heroes who weren't really in the show, the animated show. Hmm. Um, so I watched the trailer, and I think, like my suspicion, it's going to be extremely not good. Yeah, that's what I that's what I got from like some of the clips that I saw way earlier on. I will have to watch that trailer, but there. So I've seen pictures. Um, first off, I've seen like two different things of the girl who plays Starfire. Mm-hmm. when she's wearing like this weird dress in her hair like she looks extremely weird and i hate it but then i saw something like i think they might have been i don't know if it was like an actual 
from the show or if somebody animated like did a draw up of what she would look like in the original suit she looks great in that she's not in that at all in the trailer she is wearing like this weird outfit and she looks extremely strange yeah i saw that picture it was like Mm -hmm. i just don't i just don't know about that that was like kind of weirding me out i don't know um the guy who plays robin i when i saw him cast i was a little disappointed i mean i haven't seen him um in a lot his name's brendan thwaites or something like that um i haven't seen him in a lot besides the most recent uh pirates of the caribbean movie which is not not it was not good and he was not acting very well like he was not Hmm. given a good like audition in my brain because at the time i just heard that he was going to be robin and i was watching this movie and i'm like i don't like it and in this it's weird it's super dark why it's super dark there's going to be a new like meme for sure because in the trailer he literally um he drops down and he's about to fight like a bunch of like thugs or whatever and one of the thugs is like, where's Batman? And he says, and Robin says, screw Batman, except in more colorful language. Oh. And I'm like, that's on. That's memeable for sure. That's going to happen. Um, the trailer in general, just it looks like a student film, kind of. It's edited like so weird. It just does not look great. Well, if we've learned, if we've learned anything from IHOP, that just means that they're going to get a lot of like, yeah. like watches. I feel yeah. like. Um, and then, I mean, I love Beast Boy. Same. He's in the trailer for like a quarter of a second. Doesn't turn into an animal. So we don't know what that looks like yet. Mm. The guy who plays Beast Boy looks like he could be cool though. So I don't have a problem with that. I'll probably watch it anyways. But I'm not impressed by the first. The one mm. thing I will say, Robin's suit is dope. They they nailed the suit. It looks really cool. But other than that, awesome. like, I don't really... Not sure if this is going to be very good. Yeah. Yeah, it seems that's upsetting. Yeah. We also did see, this isn't my other topic, but we did see another, speaking of student films, I don't know if this was a student film, but uh, a trailer on Reddit for. Oh, that wasn't, that's not a trailer. Yeah. It's like a testing. It's a short film. Yeah. yeah. Uh, We're talking about the Uncharted clip or the Uncharted like movie, short movie with um, Nathan Fillion playing Nathan Drake. Yeah. Yeah, there are people speculating it's kind of what happened with Deadpool where the the like test footage was leaked online with air quotes to try yeah. to I just wait, I'm looking at the cast for this is a little like very off or a little bit off topic. I'm looking at the cast for Titans and there is a person or there is a hero named Elastigirl. Weird. <laughs> well <laughs> literally it's Elastigirl. Good thing we talked about that on this podcast. Yeah. That's How really, topical. That's strange. Um, no, but yeah, the Uncharted Nathan Drake thing, it's really cool. I yeah. Like, that a lot. like it's really well made. The scene I keep thinking of is when he jumps out of the window and he lands on the floor and then the camera work literally makes you feel like you're, if you've played Uncharted before, you're like, okay, where's my controller? I'm about to take over for this actor. Yeah, it's, it's exactly what it would be in the in the game. It was really it, cool. It looked like you just broke out of a cutscene and you were actually yeah. playing the game. It's exactly it awesome. how it happens in the game. Yeah, yeah, it was that very was... good. Um, but yeah, that looked amazing. I highly suggest giving it a watch uh, if you mm-hmm. feel like that movie should be made because, dang, that looked great. And I feel like we should let people know or like 
yeah. if this is like the Deadpool thing and it's just looking for pul- uh, publicity to make sure that, you know, there's an audience who would watch this movie. I suggest that you would look up Uncharted short film on Reddit or whatever and watch that. Just so it's like, yeah, yeah of, we can watch this. As of right now, there is a Uncharted movie in production. They Ooh. have not signed on. They have technically they've signed on a Nathan Drake. It's Tom Holland. Oh my god! So I don't know if they're going really young or in in Uncharted Two. I think you play through you play as a young Nathan Drake. So I don't know if there there will just be parts with young Nathan Drake or if they're just going to start it really really young. I guess he's, huh. he's not. I mean, he's not even that young. He's he's twenty two. Yeah, but, and like, but he does have a young face. He does have that. Yeah, he looks young. I mean, <laughs> he does. it's just it, it's because in. Spider-Man, he plays a 16-year-old. Mm-hmm. Just got that stuck in my head, but yeah. Yeah, but definitely if Tom Holland's going to play that, then I'm on board. Yeah, I'll sure. watch anything with him in it after Spider-Man. Yeah. That, that man is a saint. He's awesome. Um, so for my little tidbit, um, I recently, the, last Saturday, part two of season three of My Hero Academia came out, and it is... So good. I listened to the opening and it's fantastic. Uh, the music to it is very, very good. Mm-hmm. Um, I adore anime and I've watched it for a long time. I would highly suggest watching this show because as of right now, it is my favorite show ever. Like it's that good. And it is kind of on topic with The Incredibles because mm-hmm. The Incredibles is about like superheroes and how, you know, society sort of not doesn't really well they frown upon them in the incredibles but in my hero academia they don't really frown upon them but it does require like licenses and a lot of like mm-hmm. hard work to get to the hero status and heroes are regarded as like celebrities in it yeah. and it's really cool to see how that plays out in this because in that world uh 80 or 90 percent of the world has superpowers whereas the 10 percent are regarded as uh basically powerless uh, but yep. the main character starts off with no powers and then stuff happens. I won't spoil anything, but, uh, basically he ends up going to a school full of superheroes and he trains to become the best superhero ever, uh, in regard, like he's trying to chase after the image of his favorite superhero, All Might. And I've been watching season three. It's amazing. I highly, highly, highly suggest watching it. Uh, it has really likable and relatable characters, w- even though it has like such a tremendously large uh, amount of characters. Um, I relate to the main one the most, especially uh, just because of how he acts and mm-hmm. you know how he thinks things through pretty, maybe like overthinks it on occasion. Um, and the writer adores Western comics and draws a lot of inspiration from them to put in the show. Uh, Horikoshi, he... So if if you really like Western comics and you're not really into anime, I would suggest at least giving this one a shot. Um, so yeah, if you like superpowers, comic books, anime, or if you just really like a nice story, then My Hero Academia. I've not seen is... this, so I cannot weigh in on it at all. Yeah, it's it's pretty good. Yeah, very very good. So yeah, that's that's all I had to say. Cool. Do we have all anything right. else? Uh, I don't think we do. So I think that's I think that's the end of our podcast. Yeah. So this one's going to be in two parts because of the dumb phone. Yeah. Um. We. I just wish that would not have happened. I just the anchor app does not work on my PC. 
<laughs> it's got a, it's weirdly broken on computer for some reason. Yeah. Um, so we're you and I are actually going on vacation together. I'm leaving tonight. You're leaving tomorrow. Yeah. We're going to Florida. So we'll be gone for like nine days. Mm-hmm. The but... plan is, if possible, we're going to try to see the new Mission Impossible movie and record it that night. So that'll be extremely topical. Yes, very much so. So hopefully we get that opportunity so we can have something to talk about. And we'll just record. I mean, we can literally record this anywhere. Yeah, it is very helpful. We have a big studio or anything. Yeah, we don't have the foam on the walls and all that business. It's mainly just Apple headphones and iPhones. So Um, spoiler alert for that next podcast, Mission Impossible 6 is going to be awesome. Yep, that that Uh, should be good. Don't fight the friction. Yeah, Yeah. I typically don't watch trailers. In this one, I just heard it was such a fantastic trailer. I had to watch it. Very. actually one of my favorite trailers I've ever seen. It's so dope. Army Hammer reloads his arms and then punches Tom Cruise in the face. (laughs) Reloads his arms. Have you seen that? Yeah, I did. He's he's not even talking about guns right now, guys. He reloads his arms. Literally, his, like... He, like, throws his arms forward for some reason when he's not, like, punching anybody. He's, like, getting himself hyped up. And it, in the trailer, they edited it in, like, a cocking noise. And it's just, like, so dope. Yeah. The music <laughs> to it is also very good. Yeah, they used an Imagine Dragon song that, oh, it's so dope. I'm so excited. So am I, yeah. The last one was so much fun. I can't imagine that this is going to be bad. Yeah. If I had to describe the trailer, though, it's guy falls down and hits cars a lot. Yeah. Which, a lot of a lot. suspense in it. Hey, he um, actually broke his ankle and learned how to fly a, pl- or a helicopter for this one, so. Yeah, but did he break both of his arms like the guy who plays Hawkeye? No. Yeah, that's what I thought. That and he broke both good. of his arms in a much less, he b- broke it for Tag, which is a comedy movie. Oh. Huh. <laughs> yeah, you'd think like, oh yeah, Hawkeye broke his arms filming the new Avengers. Now he was filming Tag. Oh, <laughs> man. <laughs> All right. Kind of- well, um, if you liked this podcast, uh, I suggest that if you could, please share it with your friends. Uh, if they like, you know, movies or and like video games or Pokemon pop or anything. Culture. Yeah, pop culture, all that. Uh, so just share it around. We'd really appreciate it. And uh, until next time, uh, Schmeepcast out. Later.